welcome back to the break room, everybody. Our daily nerdy news show that keeps you updated on everything you need to know. And today, what we all need to know is about that across the Spider-Verse. Oh my trailer. goodness. It just dropped today. Um, we're going to be talking about that, I think, for the entirety of this episode. Why Probably. not? There's yeah. so much to talk about. It's a beefy boy. We've already got a reaction up on the channel. Uh, breakdowns to come. Breakdowns Ooh. plural. Yeah. Multiple breakdowns of that trailer will be coming out over the next couple of days on our channel. Um, you know, we might get into some of this insane HBO Max news that uh, the evil supervillain David Zaslav <laughs> is enacting his revenge. For, come on the um, show, you coward. You're just down the street. Come on the show, David. Or are you? We're in Winnipeg. Uh, but with me to mostly discuss the Spider-Verse, um, from uh, Earth uh, 6969, Brandon Barrick. Oh, <laughs> nice. Mm. From, from Earth, she, she, Tommy Hey guys, and don't forget, you can catch me at the Falcon Theater with my all red-nosed dance troupe, Insane Clown Fosse, <laughs> starting tomorrow uh, and ending tomorrow. It's uh, a bit. And I'm Zach Huddleston. Uh, and from Earth, uh, yeah? um, but we want to talk about this. We got uh, we got that Spider Verse trailer dropped today. They've been kind of uh, teasing it for a while, and then accompanying that trailer, we got Sony put out like an official uh, kind of interview segment with uh, Lord and Miller, the producers of this film and the original uh, uh, Into the Spider Verse film and uh, Spider-Gwen voice actor herself, um, uh, Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Sorry, I, I drew a blank there, only for a moment. Uh, respect. MT took the name right out of your mouth. Respect to you, Ms. Steinfeld. You're, you're doing great work in, in everything. But um, they put this interview out behind a paywall. What? On YouTube Premium. In this economy? In this um, she economy? But you know what? We paid for it, uh, both because we support uh, YouTube creators, <laughs> yeah. even when they're giant multinational companies. <laughs> and uh, we wanted to bring you the details about it. And again, yes. uh, full breakdowns of that trailer will be coming from uh, Eric, MT, and Jessica mm -hmm. over the next couple of days. They're going to be breaking down Heard different parts of it uh, in different, totally different ways. They already did their reaction video. Um, but we want to talk about that after party video, the interview. They, they answered some fan questions. They kind of talked about different elements that are going to be in the film that were shown in the trailer. Um, and we want to get, we have some big questions yeah. that we want to try to speculate on. If you have some thoughts, some theories, some questions you're wondering about from that trailer, uh, throw those in the chat. We'll try to answer some of those. Obviously, we'll be uh, responding to all Super Chats. We appreciate anybody. No, we won't be us. responding to the most recent Super Chat. <laughs> okay. In fact, can we get that person blocked? Okay. <laughs> why don't you read it out, you Tommy? Uh, there's, enough, there's enough hate in the world. Why, why we got to come for uh, Tommy's uh, beloved Buffalo Bills? Listen, um, so, uh, Saturday's forecast in Buffalo calls for seven inches of snow and four and a half inches of Bechtold. So don't worry. I'll be home, baby. <laughs> Dr. Nasty sent in that, yeah. that super chat. Well, we're oh, a bit estranged because I'm suing him for uh, pal practice. <laughs> pal practice. Yes, that's when you pay pal your doctor and he accidentally cuts you open and doesn't sew you back up. Accidentally. Uh, but we will, we will. And thank you, Jordan, a.k.a. Dr. Nasty, for the super chat. We appreciate everybody that throws us a couple of doubloons in the chat. Helps yeah. us bring uh, the show to you. But first things first. Um, uh, they mentioned Lord Miller. Uh, again, producers of this film. Producers mm -hmm. also have the original Spider-Verse movie, as well as the Lego uh, um, movie, mm -hmm. um, Cloudy of the Chance of Meatballs, uh, the 21 Jump Street franchises. Yeah. Uh, those, those guys have done a lot of fun work. Uh, famously fired off of Solo. Yes. 
Um, Fired like a plasma por- torpedo. <laughs> Out of, out of one of those uh, destroyers. Uh, destroyers. But they mentioned, and we can kind of tell in the trailer, right? Peter B. Parker and his MJ mm-hmm. are still together, and they have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a half-spider daughter named Mayday. <laughs> now, half-spider. She's all gross. human. She's yeah. all human. All human, but yeah. she's got some spider blood yeah. in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a little bit of a theme established. There she Aww. is. Very cute. Uh, she was not shown in the actual trailer, but was mentioned in this after party. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can tell, if you look in the trailer, that uh, Peter B. Parker is wearing a baby Bjorn. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so the baby's not currently with him when we see him, but he's doing some dadding out there. Um, and there's a little bit of a theme there, because we also see Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, mm. fully pregos. She's right. pregnant in the images we see. Mm. There we go. Um kind of make out a little baby bump there and that's mm. of course a famous comics run um during secret wars she mm. was like pregnant during secret wars mm. and also like the child may day there's precedent for that there's been lots of like spider children over mm. the years in different alternate universes but there was like a what if comic where peter and mj had a kid and its mm. name was may day mm. they've had lots of kids that are often named either after ben parker or aunt may or there was another one like Anne may May, May Ann, mm. Annie May, yeah. uh, adorable. And, yeah. uh, one time, one of their kids grows up to be the Hobgoblin. Like, oh. It's fascinating stuff, like tons of kids out there. Uh, but this one's very interesting. And they mentioned that like she does, because she has like a little bit of that spider blood, she's got some powers. Mm. She's like crawling on the wall. So it's, I bet Peter B. Parker is like looking for her. Like she's escaped mm. the There's going to be some fun like adventures in babysitting yeah. style mm. things where like he's chasing her out onto the ledge of a of a skyscraper because she can right. walk on walls and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And I guess a kind of a, a darker, more glossed over, very briefly, uh, Spider-Man's wife, Ham J, gave uh, birth to a litter of piglets, but they were sold to Bob Evans, uh, Bob Evans restaurants. So, unfortunately, we fu- we see Spider-Ham in the morning. Peter Parker. It's, it's, it's so I mean, we uh, didn't see Spider Ham. No, no Spider Ham. No Spider Noir. Yeah. Um, None no, of the spiders we'd see yeah. in the first. Movie. Besides, uh, besides uh, Gwen. Peter, mm. Peter B. Parker, Gwen, and then uh, uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Miguel, wow. like we saw him at the post credit scene. We also saw in those in those those big runs. I know we're going to talk more about all those Spider. All I think three different variations of video game Spider Man were in there. There was the there was the Spider Man yeah. from the uh, the PlayStation Four game. There was the Miles Morales. There was from the Miles that. Morales, and then there was also I think the PlayStation One Spider Man oh, made yeah. an appearance. My friend uh, Joe sent me a. Uh, a photo with it circled, and I was trying to confirm before I reported it. I have not yep. yet to confirm. And again, we're, we'll get uh, in, the, in our full breakdowns that will be yeah. coming out on the channel. They yeah. will, you better believe, they will yeah. be finding every possible yeah. uh, spider Or they person. won't sleep, and they won't go home That's to their right. families at Christmas. That's right. <laughs> but speaking of families, right, like the Lord and Miller kind of re-emphasized, you know, family is a big part of this franchise. Obviously, mm-hmm. the first Spider-Verse movie is all about... Uh, Miles and mm. his parents, his mm. uncle, yeah. right? And like dealing with that. And like they kind of, Lord Miller went out of their way to say like what part of what makes Miles special is like he comes from an intact family. Neither of his parents are dead, unlike right. most other spider yeah, characters, yeah, right? right? Uh, and so that's an important part of kind of his story. Yeah. Um, and so like you'd see like, oh, new spider families are being, you know, created here mm. too. And like with that kind of intergenerational uh, relationship, my, my. That'll be mean. interesting too if it plays into this movie a little more. The idea that he sees that every other Spider Man has lost their parents. And if he's mm. just like constantly concerned about his own parents. Yeah. Uh, they did say in the after party about how. Uh, 
It was one of the directors' idea to develop the trailer the way they did. And it was interesting that they chose to have that very long scene at the beginning with uh, Miles and his mother, and like she's worried about him, and you know, he's clearly wants to move on and go out there and be also, a part of this. His mom, not his dad, right. right? His dad, who's a much bigger part of the first film. Mm. We actually didn't get a lot of his mom in that first movie, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, so it, I think that is a great parallel for, yeah, like what Peter B. Parker is gonna be dealing with his kid. Cause, you know, in the first movie, you know, him and MJ were estranged. I think they were like divorced. Yeah. Now they've gotten back together and have a kid. So it's mm. like, now he's gotta worry about that stuff all over again. And what drove them apart in the first place was like his constant worry and concern. But now he's got double that, right? Mm. Yeah. So it'll be a, a good theme for the movie. Yeah, it adds nice stakes when you're worried about your family members and your loved ones, right? And their safety. And mm. everybody kind of has a little bit of that. Delicious um, steaks. Mm, mm. Delicious steaks. Mm. Uh, so Lord Miller referred to that kind of uh, that interdimensional place where we see all of those different spider characters hanging out uh, as Miguel O'Hara's Spider Force, mm. right? And I guess th that might not necessarily be the place. Maybe that is the group of people that yeah, are congregating yeah, there. Is. All the different spider uh, people are the Spider Force. Um, and it looks like it might be based in Earth 2099 as we get, uh, we got kind of another look at that universe's Nueva York. Uh, which is where Miguel O'Hara, mm. Spider-Man 2099 comes from. Um, but yeah, they're kind of hanging out in this weird kind of like abstract almost looking place. Yeah, like an right? MC Escher. Yeah. They could all stick to the they walls. So they can say however they want. <laughs> Maybe they just have those new Skechers. Skechers. If you want shoes that can walk up and down walls, don't get Skechers because you'll be paralyzed. Oh, oh technically, all, don't get all, all shoes. Uh, um, but well, real quick, they, they mentioned that that place uh, and Nueva York in general, oh, right? Yeah, and the art style is based on Sid Mead, uh, who's a really popular and prolific artist who did a lot of work in the 70s and 80s. Mm. Um, That's what LA looks like today. Ha. We did it. it we got have. it. We did it, folks. Uh, famously, he contributed a lot of design work to the original Blade Runner. Oh. He also worked on Blade Runner 2049. Uh, Tron, he contributed to. Uh, he was this famous kind of uh, futurist artist, worked in the Alien movies, like... A guy has any kind of cool futuristic franchise uh, Sid Mead had something to do with. But he had those famous kind of, art, that art style is, is what they're mimicking there. Mm. With that I was just going to say Tomorrowland. That was the, the, the big influences. I know that movie didn't necessarily knock anyone's socks off. I personally enjoyed it. <laughs> and that draw, that second drawing that we saw had, uh, th that reminded well, me of the Well, there's a lot the of like Sid Mead's influence in like Epcot. Right. Yes, it, it feels like that. For sure. They kind of streamline, yeah, streamline. Yeah, yeah. Though they did mention in this after party thing, it also you can kind of see the unfinished lines. Like you mm. can see the old infrastructure still there, mm. and how this was put on top of it. Yeah, uh, which I which I do really like. It's also fascinating. Like all these spider boys and girls are hanging out together, but in the first movie, it was very much like if you're not supposed to be in this dimension, it's painful to be here, or you're mm. constantly like twitching and stuff. But all of them, they they figured it out. I mean, we saw in the end of the first movie that Miguel figures out the little wrist thing. So I assume that everyone on the Spider Force is given one of these. Mm. And I guess they have the time to leave their own universe and come and hang out. I know, the are there are there a thousand uh, Green Goblins and Dr. <laughs> Octopus is just running amok in all those universes? No, I think there's a thousand graves. Of, of, uh, they've killed all their enemies in their home worlds. Oh, and it's a utopia. And they got nothing to do but go hang out at the Spider Force. Spider Force and they all get base. fun watches. Oh yeah, cute. You haven't stood up in a while. That's what mine says. <laughs> okay. um, they mentioned, so speaking of that Spider Force, Lord Miller mentioned uh, that Gwen was invited to join mm. that mm. group 
and Miles was not. Ooh, yeah. And that Gwen can't tell him why. Yeah, yeah. They also, mm. they described it as like, you know, they tried to relate it to like, if you, uh, if you're like in a relationship and someone's older and they go away to college and mm. you want to go hang out and they're like, eh, don't, don't come here. I got uh, new college friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she might be like, hey, I got new Spider Force friends. Yeah. Uh, I don't quite have time for right. you, teenage boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Though at the end of the first movie, she comes back to him and is like, hey, come, come hang play. out. Come hang out with us. Mm. Uh, but maybe now after a while, she's like, eh, well, and I, I think got bigger things to do. This now. is one of the maybe two big questions mm. I had coming out of this trailer, right? And, and they're kind of aligned. Why was Miles not invited? Every mm. other Spider character yeah, yeah. we mm. think was. And why is Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, beating up Like attacking Miles him Malone. at the right. end. Yes. Why would, it's the only, seems like everybody is chasing him in right. one shot, right? It seems like all the Spider characters are going after Miles. Why do we think that is? I wonder if he is the key to releasing these, I mean, both. We know the spot is gonna be the bad guy, but there might be other interdimensional bad guys, and maybe for whatever reason, Miles is the one who they can't, they can't, they can't kind of put like a restrainer bolt on. Mm, like it's right. like, all right, they've got to stop him. Like he can't be, he can't. Maybe he can't have one of the wristbands. Maybe there's something mm. that like there's something with his specific his electricity that he generates. Yeah, maybe. maybe there's like also that. the fact that he comes from a universe where there was a Spider-Man, and right. that Spider-Man died. Right, that's uh, true. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. almost oh. like the second. So fiddle maybe there's something that makes him different. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, uh, that's interesting. Mary Smith uh, in the chat had a question. How do you think Gwen and Miles' relationship will evolve in this movie? Well, I, uh, Mary, just to give you a, a, a hot take, hot prediction, because we know this is the second of a third movie, I think it's going to devolve. Yeah. Mm. I think they're going to end up not Further together or, or, or not, not, not uh, simpatico by the end of this movie, only to joyously reunite uh, by the by, the third movie. I like yeah, that idea. and and just as a reminder for everybody, right? This is uh, they they're kind of working on two sequels at the same mm. time. This movie's coming out in June of 2023, mm -hmm. and then following that in 2024, we're getting the third movie, and it mm. is across the Spider Verse uh, too. Beyond, beyond the Spider Verse, I was waiting for whatever you know. They're they're very cleverly naming these by yes. just changing one preposition. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, so it can be hard. We'll just say Spider Verse three into so, across. Um, beyond. So this is this is the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. this is going to end on a down. And so it'll probably be dark, right? I mean, we might lose some uh, battles here. Uh, the, vic the we can only assume in an Infinity War kind of way the villain might kind of win here, yeah. and then we need that third movie. Bit of a cliffhanger into that yeah. third movie where where Miles and the gang get to get to win in the end, um, but yeah. Oh, and Tommy, I think just mentioned the spot, mm -hmm. who we've been told is the villain of this film, mm -hmm. not shown at all in no. this trailer. I was waiting to see, but no, no, the spot. I suspect, again, with my Nostradamus abilities, <laughs> uh, that we will have an individual spot featurette. I think, Ooh. you know, with animation, sometimes they do very nice, like, character featurettes. Mm. I think we'll get plenty uh, of introduction to the spot uh, via, via maybe a short animated featurette. Yeah. That would be cool. And, and sorry, I, we kind of moved on without really directly answering Mary Smith's question. Yeah, sorry, Mary. My how, apologies. How Gwen and Miles' relationship will evolve. No, it was my fault, Tommy. There's no need for you to apologize. Okay, I take it back. Somewhat apologize. I apologize. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, it does feel like it will be on the rocks. Maybe there's some growing pains yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, right, that first movie was kind of like their like, kind of courtship and kind of like mm. falling for each other a little bit. Maybe this is kind of like they've grown apart. 
they have different priorities. She's got a new group of friends, and those friends yeah. maybe want to beat up Miles. Yeah, yeah, well, and yeah. they said in the after party, right? Like long distance relationships are tough, especially mm. across universes. Yes. Don't expect this relationship to be on solid ground. Uh, there's a, re- a run in the comics called Sitting in a Tree that their relationship will be partially based on. Oh. So if you want a little more hint, maybe go check that out. K-I-S-S. I-N-G. W-E-B-B-I-N-G. Film Juice sent in a super chat saying, should Peter be concerned that here MJ will probably, there's missing a word, I bet it's die during May Day's adolescence. Oh, I don't think so. I think it's uh, convert to Scientology. I mean, I think Peter will be very concerned yes. that he could die or yeah. be killed. Interesting. With him being the Uncle daughter. Ben to yeah. his own daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be the thing that rips my heart out is if they kill Peter B. Parker in this film. No, like, don't do it. After, after the redemption arc he gets in the first movie yeah. and like getting back together with MJ, having mm-hmm. a kid, taking him away would be... Dark, and that's a great way to end this movie. Again, I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't doubt if if this is going to be Empire Strikes Back, the dark uh, just freeze him in carbonite. Who do you think? I don't think they're going to kill Miles. I don't think they'll kill Gwen. No, it seems like Peter B. might be the top candidate. I mean, do they B. have B. to kill bro. someone? Does someone have to die in every movie? Yes, yes. That's oh, tell that to Queen Ramonda. <laughs> Peter Parker's whole existence <laughs> is people around him dying constantly. That's true. That's true. I mean, and if we don't get some orphans, if orphans aren't made, yeah. does it even count? You know, Mayday does look suspiciously like a little red-headed orphan <laughs> that we all know named oh. Annie. Annie May. It's a hard knock life. <laughs> um, yeah, we also got our first look at Spider Gwen's universe. She would mm-hmm. only ever been seen in Miles's universe. Ooh, and isn't that beautiful? Yeah. It's uh, based on a, a watercolor style called Gauche? Gauche. Gauche? Art? I don't know. It's it's a an opaque watercolor style. Mm. So they add something to watercolor paint. Mm. Is this important? Is I it water? Uh, nope. Okay. Where are all uh, my paint fanatics at? Super chat is how you pronounce <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think our audience might be more paint huffing. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's true. Well, they, you know, people throw out half-used cans of spray paint every day, so our audience probably ends up drinking it usually. Guys, if you're huffing watercolors. In here, our dumpsters, we drink paint around <laughs> Christmas time. Uh, but also, we love you guys. Um, yeah. But uh, they mentioned that her world changes based on her moods. Mm. What? It's almost like it got a mood ring quality. So she's like the goddess of their wor- of her world? I don't know. And maybe that's just like a um, a, a, a perspective. Oh, yeah, I think because we it. see the world through her eyes. Okay. Because, yeah, it doesn't... That would be wild if you know, yeah, she could she, change like, the world. I mean, there's also it. just the fact that these are animated worlds. Like, do the characters in these worlds see the whips and the honks yeah. and like all I mean, that the onomatopoeias that show up around them do they see that are they aware of those things i don't know i mean we know in our world that when god cries we get rain or when he does his uh, shake weight exercises and sweats we get salty rain <laughs> salty rain yeah. supposed to the sweet rain we yeah. sometimes get you guys or, never tasted sweet rain before chocolate rain is our good friend Tazon day something oh, about um, i can't this is uh, supposed to be a serious conversation they about Spider-Man. In that same part of the conversation, they mentioned everybody's universe is drawn differently, yeah. like how comic books are drawn by different artists. Yeah. Right? And we got, speaking of that, we got another look at Earth 50101, a.k.a. Mumbhattan, which is like Mumbai and Manhattan. Yes. And that's a, a, an India-inspired universe. I love it. Uh, and we got our first look at Spider-Man India, a.k.a. Pivotar Papakar. 
Thank you, Tommy. Um, yeah. Thank which, you to my Indian neighbors growing up. That's some great concept art yeah. there of uh, Pivotar. Um, yeah, and the art style here is based on the 70s. There were some 70s Spider-Man comic books mm. from India. Um, and they, they mentioned in the interview, Lord Miller, that it's like Manhattan, but in reverse, so that skyscrapers actually go down into the ground. A, I need a poster of that for my room. Which that also makes sense awesome. if you're in a really hot climate. Yeah. It's kind of hard to swing around underground skyscrapers. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe. I wonder, could that affect his power set? Maybe he does something know. else? It could be a utility know. where they did that to like, because of superheroes, they were like, put the skyscrapers down so yeah. they can't mess with us. There was a fun thing with uh, Marvel Comics where I love that they're incorporating this into the movie, where they would sell the rights, uh, you know, back in the 70s and 80s before there was more worldwide kind of like sharing comics. They would sell the rights to these characters to different countries. Mm. They would develop their own storylines, mm. especially with Spider-Man, the most popular yeah. character in the world. Uh, and I love that they're bringing that, that into this movie, that mm. the idea is, no, we're canonizing these versions. They're gonna be real, and like these are just different universes. Yeah, it's a really cool idea. Tolkien actually did that with his characters. He sold uh, Lord of the Rings to Canada, and instead of uh, Sauron, they had Sorry. <laughs> worth it. Sorry, Mon. <laughs> totally worth it. Oh, Gandalf. <laughs> did you get any of that maple syrup I left at your front door? You shall not. <laughs> How many kilometers is it to Mordor? Uh, yeah, one does not simply walk into Mordor. All the all the hobbits have eleven Z's at Tim Hortons. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Uh, Take that, Canada! You you on your high horse up where, there? Where are you at, Christian? Unpronounceable. We're actually in Winnipeg. Canadian so viewers. See you uh, soon, Niagara Falls, and I'm going over yeah, the falls right. this time. Tommy will be up in that neighborhood very soon. That's right. Um, uh, and then the Lord Miller actually asked if that's just going to be a cameo by mm. uh, Spider-Man India, and they were like, "No, we're actually going to spend a decent amount of time." Uh, either Lord or Miller, I don't know which one's which, mm -hmm. uh, even said it's a whole ass reel, which yeah. a reel in, in movie parlance yeah. is about 10 to 12 minutes. Well, that, that teaser we yeah. got last year at Brazil Comic Con, CCXP, they showed a little bit of it, yeah. uh, of them and swinging around in that area. What platform is your ass reel on again? <laughs> Are you, is that a Vimeo link we can all look up? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a whole ass reel. My asshole reel is. is <laughs> Some would argue screen. that's the break room. This okay, is supposed uh, to be a serious <laughs> conversation about Spider-Man. We are. I'm about to get serious. Spider-Woman, aka Jessica Drew, played by Issa Rae, is pregnant in yes. this. Not by me. Based on a run during Secret Wars. Yeah. All right. And, and, and they they mentioned that Gwen uh, looks up to. Her and yeah, kind yeah. of use her as like a mentor or role model. Yeah, because then you know, there's not as many female spider people running around Spider Force. She's looking for a role model. I like, I that. like it. Um, we also not seen in the trailer, but they did mention, um, or maybe briefly seen in the trailer. Well, uh, see if Jessica found. I think found that, it yeah, yeah, yes. they did. They definitely did an image reveal in the after party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got our first look at Spider Punk, and he looks awesome, uh, aka Hobie Brown, yeah. uh, a character played by Daniel Kaluuya. Um, he's uh, Gwen's best friend, which makes Miles a bit jealous. Mm. Gwen actually wears Hobie's Chuck Taylors throughout the movie, which mm. is a little Easter egg you can see in the. I trailer. love that, and they better sell those Chucks. Oh, I say. will buy them in a second. I will take some. I will take I'll some Spider Punk Chucks. Yeah, they uh, pointed out in that after party. What a weird thing to call it an after party. I know. Uh, in that conversation, the three of them had alone in a movie theater. Yeah. Um, that uh, Daniel Kaluuya is actually from Camden, where like the birth of punk. Yeah, it's like the mm. neighborhood. I, I think the Sex Pistols. I always forget from, yeah. that he's British because uh, I think he does a great American accent. Uh, he uh, he's from that area, so he's like the perfect choice to play that character. I love it. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. The Brits gave us so many of their actors doing amazing English accents. 
her American accents, and then we sent them back our best, Renee Zellweger and Anne Hathaway. <laughs> We said, you guys can have them and they'll do British accents. I love it. Madonna, Madonna, I love Madonna's affected British accents. Both accent of those actors. And I think I do a pretty good British accent myself. Whoa. Booking BBC. Um, <laughs> oh, no. My Australian accent's taken over. Is it? Uh, they mentioned that it's the uh, biggest. Nord, this, might have been, this might have been hyperbole. But one of either Lord and Miller mentioned is the biggest animation crew. Thousand ever. people in the credits, they said. Thousand people in the credits. Now, a lot of these Marvel movies have a ton of people in the credits. But we were mentioning there's a reason how many directors are listed on there's this. There's at film? least three directors yeah. listed. And and we were speculating that some of that is because like direct each director was kind of like in charge of different character yeah. storylines mm-hmm. or different universes. And they mentioned the I mean they said that one of the was a was a board artist from the first movie is takes yeah. the director. And then they have another guy whose name is escaping me, who is like the, you know, regarded as the best action director mm. in animation. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, which is like, so I was thinking about that and like, what an incredible skill to have to take a, you know, what we know as action scenes and chase scenes and things like that in live action and translate them to being drawn. I mean, I know they go from like board to camera, but those are just kind of like, you know, just board drawings. These are now like finely animated you know, motion, whatever, motion animation, to do action in that has to be so difficult. Well, you can make the argument that 90% of the action in Marvel movies is animated. You know, that's a great point. It's made before they shoot any of the rest of the movie. That's a really good point. This huge animation crew, I mean, we were talking about this movie was supposed to be coming out right now. Yeah. It got pushed back, right? So I'm wondering, like, this huge animation crew, is it part of, like, well, we're making two together at the same time Mm. because the Beyond is going to come out, like, in a year from the release of this film. So it's, like, that kind of makes sense. They've amassed this huge crew. They're just working more to get these two movies out faster. And especially, we were talking about, just to zoom out for a second, how great that first Spider-Verse movie was. Mm -hmm. It blew everybody Mm -hmm. away. I don't think a lot of people had high expectations for it. They weren't low expectations. We didn't think it was going to be bad. But we had never watched a big animated superhero movie in movie theaters before, right? Mm. And like we didn't really know what to expect. And then it peeled all of yeah. our wigs back, and yeah. we loved that movie. And so they definitely are just trying to make sure. Oh, Tommy's yeah. peeling his wig back for us right now. Not since Batman: The Mask of the Phantasm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. As an animated. I watched movie. that on home video. The Incredibles, I think. Yeah. You yeah. Could oh, The Incredibles. Too. Sure. Yeah, but like you know, it, it wasn't. Something we were in the habit. It was, of it was a, a surprise hit, um, I and think. so they. Th- I think they're just taking their time because they want to make sure right. they live up to the expectations. Absolutely. Because now we will not have low expectations for mm. the film. We are yeah. very high. Um, speaking of which, a big part of that first movie was the great soundtrack, good music there, um, songs like "Sunflower," the Post Malone song, all that stuff. Um, and this movie, uh, the music is going to be handled by Metro Boomin, mm. um, which is something you do when you take the bus. And you've had too many burritos? No. Uh, that is a dad joke. Uh, oh, I like it. Not even Someone stop him. Ladies and gentlemen, who is Metro booming on this bus? I swear to God, we will not stop at the casino unless someone confesses who's been Metro booming. Uh, but he's a really popular, uh, talented uh, hip hop producer. Mm. He's worked with a great, you know, he's worked with The Weeknd and Twenty One Savage, and uh, made Migos's Bad and Bougie, which oh. is a great song. Uh, so he's, you know, kind of overseeing the music mm. in this film. So we can only assume we'll have a great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, but yeah. As we mentioned before, no Spider-Ham in this trailer, no Spider-Man Noir, no Penny Parker. <sighs> I want to see them come back, please. Come on, everybody. Uh, Bucky Barnes ATL in the chat asking, why do you think the other Spider-Man are going after Miles? Yeah, mm. let's throw out some quick theories. 
I think he's the key to uh, allowing villains into the uh, uh, Spider Force. The, area. The, yeah, the Spider Force area, and also possibly allowing villains to transport back and forth between other universes, finding Spider Men and Spider People that are specifically vulnerable to those villains' abilities. There could also be a situation, a weird like time situation, mm -hmm. where it's, I don't know if like Miles becomes the spot in oh. some futuristic way, and they're trying to stop him before he gets in, to that in point. A, in a Franklin Richards yeah. kind of uh, a way. I love yeah. the idea that, yeah, the spot needs Miles' unique power set mm -hmm. to like really power up or something mm -hmm. like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it, it was strange they do not have the spot in this at all. Mm -hmm. Like why they're hiding that fact about this movie. It makes me assume there's gonna be another trailer before mm -hmm. well, and, this movie and, gets released. You know, in the first Spider-Verse movie, they kind of hit, we got Kingpin right there at the mm -hmm. beginning. We didn't know who Dr. Octopus was right, going right. to be, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they did a good job. Or we didn't know who the Prowler really was, yeah. right? They did mm -hmm. a good job of slowly revealing the villains and not necessarily in the promotional materials. So, and uh, quick, Brandon, you know a little bit about the spot from comic book lore, mm -hmm. right? He was like a, a scientist character. Yeah, he was like a classic comic book story. I came around in like 1984. He was a scientist who was messing around with this technology, uh, mm -hmm. tested it out, and it went awry. Uh, mm. And now he's got the spots that are like little interdimensional holes on his body. Mm. He can create these like tunnels. Uh, so yeah, it makes me think this is like an important, like Miles is obviously, there's something they don't want him to know and they're keeping him out of the spider yeah. force for a reason. Yes. Uh, and, and so and yeah, him showing up is probably throwing a wrench in everything. Pr producer John mentioned kind of along that line, there is a shot of Miles in some kind of chamber that looks like it might like transform you mm. in some way. Maybe that's hinting at his potential to become the right. spot somehow. Yeah, I, don't um, I don't know. Which, you know, the Spider-Verse, as far as we know, does not involve time travel. No. no. Right? It does involve multi right. multiverse travel, but not time travel. Mm -hmm. But maybe that could be introduced in this one to really yeah. complicate I mean, things. I guess it's debatable if you consider that Spider-Man noir is at a different time. But his whole universe is like that, so I don't yeah. know how mm -hmm. time works uh, in that way. Ruth in the chat asking, do you, th do you guys think Silk will be Ooh. in this? We know uh, Amazon is developing a Silk right. series. It would be very mm. smart of Sony to yeah. plant the seeds of Silk here. Yes. Yeah. And I don't see why you wouldn't, if you've got every Spider-Man available, mm -hmm. uh, use them. I mean, I mean when they talk about Sony owning 900 characters, yes. we saw about 100 of them in this. That's right. right. And you know, like the, the uh, universal profile of both Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen really mm. raised mm. by this first right. animated movie, right? Mm. So it's like, it would make sense if they want some characters to grow going forward. Maybe they would put them in here. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Mr. Johnson, 2024. Do you think Tom Holland will be in this? <laughs> well, they had a, a good move. The original movie ha had a planned uh, Toby, Andrew, Tom Holland cameo, right? Like they they did they did the voice track. I think in one of the subways there was going to be all the other Spider-Man uh. talking. Now I wonder if the events of No Way Home had already been kind of planned from that point. Didn't want to spoil and that. They kind of yeah. were like that. But I, I, yeah, I could see Tom Holland cameoing in this. Why not? It's a little, it's kind of fun. It's well, in the first, the, the Peter Parker that dies in Miles' universe, right? A lot of his story was mapped onto Toby's story, mm -hmm. right? This very similar sequences mm -hmm. uh, from, from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man yeah. movies. So they could use Tom Holland and not necessarily be like the MCU Tom Holland, mm -hmm. uh, but just like a variant that's very similar and, to Tom Holland. Yeah. Chris uh, Pine voiced that voice, Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. right? Chris yeah, Pine yeah. was the voice of that right. Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, does a great job on the soundtrack singing Spidey Bells. Uh, oh, it's, yes. it's a holiday classic. 
Be sure to play it this year at all your holiday parties. I can't stop playing with my Spidey Bells. <laughs> now, we want to shout out our good friends at Geology. Yes, please. Geology is a 15-time award-winning personalized skincare company recognized in Hypebeast, Birdie, Men's Health, Esquire, and Ask Men Grooming Awards with over six thousand five-star reviews wow i can't even get six women to give me a one-star review mm, mm. that's because i don't have enough geology on my mm. face and they've recently expanded to offer products for pretty much whatever you need all you got to do is take a quick 30 second diagnostic quiz and geology figures out your routine for you i entered the quiz and they just said no thank you <laughs> if you need it that's not true they said we can help but it's more of a band-aid they said we don't ship thing. buckets <laughs> yeah, that's right uh, if you need hair care, use Geology's Co-Wash, a specifically Ooh, yeah. formulated cream cleanser that Zach is holding right there. Removes buildup and cleanses the hair without big lather or harsh ingredients of typical shampoo. If you've if you got a weak stream like I do at my house, you can't have a lot of lather. <laughs> you're talking and, about the shower, right? Yeah, okay, yeah maybe. I don't know. And for the rest of your shower routine, you can use their body washes. They're free of harsh ingredients. They smell great. And the packaging is refillable. How yeah. great is that? That's very cool. Less waste, more taste. All right? Well, don't taste them. After, for the, after the shower, protect your skin with environmental stressor, uh, from environmental mm. stressors with vitamin C plus E ferulic serum to keep your skin looking young and healthy. And then a bit of dermatology-tested aluminum-free deodorant that, quite honestly, smells great. Listen, That's what you want out of a deodorant. If, it's, if your deodorant smells bad, you got to talk to your guy because you, you got a wrong deodorant dealer. Right now, for a limited time, Geology is hooking up our audience with an absolutely insane offer. If you use code NEWROCKSTARS, they will give you an additional 70% off their award-winning skincare trial. That's a good deal. New Rockstars, you use the code, it makes us look good, guys. Come on, that discount applies whether you're stocking up for yourself or someone else's stocking instead. Either way, Geology's got you covered. Check out their awesome gift sets featuring all of your favorite geology products. Remember, that's code New Rockstars to save 70%. I, I got to say, I want to try out this cooling hair co-wash. It's got tea tree. Oh, oh that's my favorite. You ever had a tea tree? It yeah. kind of tingles. Oh, like that's a, decadent. I use a tea tree shampoo once a week. Yeah. I kind of want to drink this smoothing hair co-wash. Avocado plus no, don't taste it. No. Tocicado. Uh, Real quick, one of the spider characters we see that I'm certain will be included in the, the breakdowns coming out on our channel in the next few days. Uh, looked like he had a paper bag over his head. Ah, uh, yes. Um, is that a gong show spider? or <laughs> it's, is a, that a, it's a man called, is it the bombastic... The bombastic bag man, oh. uh, and he pretends to be Spider-Man, but he wears a, a bag over his head, and he also wears like a Fantastic Four uniform. Uh, in this oh. tra trailer, he had more of a Spider-Man uniform, but he usually wears a Fantastic Four uniform yes. and a bag on his head and swings around I, uh, doing Spider-Man things. I wanted, before we go to Mandatory Fun, which everyone's waiting for, <laughs> uh, Match143 sent in, uh, what if Jessica oh, okay. is pregnant with Miguel's baby, Whoa. eventually becomes Spot from the future, I like that idea. He also said booty beads. Let it be known. Okay. I didn't want to read that part because I'm trying to have a serious discussion about <laughs> Spider-Man that you seem to have a tough time staying on track mm, for. Mm. Now, uh, a serious man like me will mention booty beads. <laughs> uh, no, I think that Miguel himself might be Spot. Oh. And maybe in one of his experiments, well, he accidentally him. turned himself into Spot. Ooh. Miles figures that out, is going to reveal Miguel is actually Spot. 
I never see them in the same place at the same time, do you? I we don't do know. Have, we do have two different voice actors, but that could just be when he spotties like a different personality. Yeah. Because Jason Schwartzman's doing the spot yeah, voice. No, yeah, I mean, I get that. Oscar but I, Isaac and, and, and of course, Miguel's. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. So I guess that would maybe support Match 143's I like that idea, Slightly though. better, so I like that. Uh, also, Frey Girl asked, will Miles' mom die in this movie? Oh. I, have a, oh. I have a bone-chilling theory. Oh, that Please, that chill clip, my bones. That that clip that we saw mm. is her ghost. Oh no! Because of her concern that he won't take care of himself, and he doesn't like. Turn because she doesn't that, have, doesn't. she can't take care of him anymore. Now mm. in the video game that is not Spider-Man Miles Morales, that is just the regular Spider-Man for PlayStation. Right. His dad dies in that game, mm. and that's how he, you introduce Miles yeah, Morales' yeah. character. Peter kind of takes him under his wing and like you know. Or his web and, and, uh, and uh, his web know. wings. His web wings. Yeah, his little web wings. And he and, and kind of like comforts him and tries to do nice things for him. So I'm a little worried that that may be mm. a a kind of a, a Ben Solo seeing Han Solo a, on mm. the moons of Andor uh, moment where it's just you know he's just kind of imagining it or you know feeling her ghostly shambling corpse spirit. <laughs> That's uh, a bone. That is bone chilling. All right. Anyway. It's time for mandatory fun. Oh! On Spidey Day. Yes. The segment, so carefree that we wash our hair constantly. (laughs) Play the graphic again. Hit that graphic. Hit that graphic. Come on, hit the graphic. The segment's so mandatory that it's sponsored by Geology. Hit it again. Oh, Oh, no. Tommy. All right. Please, it costs us $1,000 every time we play that graphic. You're right, you're it's right. It's hand-drawn animation I'm time. sorry, I can't play the graphic again, so instead, play no, Thirsty Thespian. Oh, no. Don't do it. Delete that from the board. John, delete that from the We gotta update that graphic. We gotta get some new characters. I, don't, I think that graphic is perfect the way it is. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, Occam's Razor. Hello, Zaslav's axe. <laughs> In one fell swoop, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav Removed Westworld, canceled Minx and the Nevers mid-production, Heartless, and removed all of them from the streamer. They're gone. HBO Max, you can't watch those shows. They were never there. They're not a has-been. There a never was. Mm. Mighty Ducks call. Mm. 1991 movie. Anyone <laughs> born then? I wasn't. Um, Brandon was born 10 was years born, after yeah, that. Yeah, I was born in 2002. Fellas! Incorrectly spelled <laughs> by me. I gotta ask. If you could only save one mm. property okay. on HBO Max starting now, okay. things that are gone are gone. Okay. Uh, you got you. Everybody gets a one. You can't take them out. What's it going to be and why? And I'm going to say Sopranos and Game of Thrones are excluded. And I'm also going to throw in White Lotus because I feel like although White Lotus is in that new category of right. HBO Max originals, I feel like it's safe. Yeah, I mean, for reasons we talked Minx, about off camera. Minx season two is literally in production right now. They're yeah. still shooting that show. I just think award recognition. White Lotus okay. was so heavily okay. nominated. Yes. It, we had talked about it off camera. Okay, it's not an incredibly expensive show to make. It's the locations right. are, although they're exotic, it's one resort and then a yeah. few kind of on the street exteriors and uh, and a uh, gay hell mansion in Palermo where. <laughs> Murderous uh, mafiosos uh, conspire to kill a beloved character. Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. Well, and also, Tommy well knows as a, a, a veteran working actor, uh, 
actors that work multiple seasons on a show get paid more yeah. in subsequent seasons. Yeah. And the great thing about White Lotus is they bring in yep. mostly That's a new right. cast right. every and year. It seems yeah. like Zaslav's got a real chip on his shoulder about paying out residuals, royalties, mm -hmm. and uh, you know all yeah. union jobs fair pay. So uh, uh, down with Zaslav. He's got to go. Uh, union forever. Uh, anyway, which ones are you guys saving? And then I'll reveal my shocking. I'll shocking. go first. Oh, yeah. I'll shocking. go first in case and, I'm and, still and in. Just, just to lay down the groundwork, there's a lot of stuff that's on HBO Max, but we're saying HBO Originals. Yes. So we're not counting like uh, Cartoon Network shows that yes. are listed on there. Yeah. Although or... they, although there are plenty of animated shows that have gotten the shaft. Yeah, they're already Zazz, gone. Yeah. The Zazz shaft. There's the Zazz Axe and there's the Zazz shaft. And let me tell you, you don't want to be a victim of either. <laughs> I've got to save it. I'm going to go first so I can steal Zach's in case okay. he's going to save it. The best show of the year. A, a runaway surprise hit. The most interesting original thing on television, the rehearsal. Mm. Make a rehearsal every year for the next 50 years. Give Nathan Fielder Let all him do the money. Everyone. There's no way that co the show costs that much money. Even hiring actors to play every character we've mm. already seen three times over. Mm. Setting up a house for an insane woman. Making a garden where you just stick vegetables in the dirt. That show's incredible. Save the rehearsal. Zaslav, I don't know if you have a heart inside of that stone cold chest of yours. But if you do, save the rehearsal. Speaking of stone cold, if I see you in the streets, you're going to get stunned. <laughs> Kick to the chest, stunner yeah, to the bummer. Yeah, yeah, You call, you're Deborah, and this is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right? Oh, no. So you better watch oh, it We just broke kayfabe. Oh, no. We just uh, broke kayfabe. All right. Um, I, well, here, here's what I'm going to say. And there's a lot of great options because HBO's put out a lot of great shows, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, Deadwood. Arliss. Uh, Six Feet Under. Herman's Head. <laughs> um, uh, and, and a lot of those are worth, and just a little bit of background. So they're removing shows like you can't even, not only are they not going to yeah. make new seasons, you can't watch the old seasons yeah. now because just having things available as library content on a streaming service, they still have to pay out residuals to the and actors and the directors. And then their even like more diabolical scheme is they're licensing those shows on other streamers yeah. where those streamers then become yeah. responsible for paying residuals. Yeah. So like if you stream, you know, that you can there's like on-demand residuals, there's all sorts of crazy Ro residuals. Roku's about to break out the checkbook. Oh, right. yes. Let's say, and let's hope a lot of these great shows land yes. on yeah. on Hulu or Netflix or wherever. Mm -hmm. Um but what I'm going to save and now this isn't that controversial cuz a lot of people talk about this as the greatest television show ever made. <laughs> Uh, I have binged it twice in my life, and you mm. know what? It might be about time for a third binge, mm. start to finish. The Wire. I was uh, just going to okay? say. Okay. If you have yes. not seen The Wire, and it wasn't very popular while it was airing, but I think people have discovered it. It's Sorry. the perfect binge oh. show. Yeah. It is. Right? Um, where it's like highly addictive. Highly Much addictive. like the product sold on e The Wire. Each, each, ooh, <laughs> got that pandemic. Um, each season of the show is like a novel, and you kind of just plow through it. They will not touch this. This is like one of the great crowning achievements the last 25 yeah. years of television. I'm pretty sure they will leave it up there. Yeah. Mm. Eat, eat your wire dinner and then have a little, we own this city for dessert. Oh. We own this city. We own. Baltimore. Baltimore. Uh, Tommy? Get, get some crabs in a paper bag. Uh, Tommy, anyway, you, you saving Mayor of East Town? I am going to... <laughs> Do something that's going to shock everyone. But first, mm. I want to thank the Crazy Lizard for their super chat. They said they've been watching since 2018. Oh. They want to say thanks for making such awesome content. They always liked Marvel, but they've learned so much more since then. Oh. Hey, thank you, and Crazy Lizard. Crazy Lizard, as the person who probably taught you the most, I want to say you're welcome. <laughs> it is my pleasure. And now, I will announce the final safe program, an HBO original. Ladies and gentlemen, 
you can count on season three of Fuckboy Island. <laughs> they ain't messing with my F-Boy Island. Now you call it F-Boy Island. They ain't, well, it's 350. You get, one. you get one. They, they get ain't going to demonetize it at 350. Listen to me. F-Boy Island, yeah. Doesn't have the prestige and dignity of The Wire. Yeah. Doesn't have, what was yours? The Wire. It doesn't have the... Groundbreaking, uh, cross genre, yeah, the the genre bending, episode horror, episode. comedy, whatever. I mean, my mom and I watched binge the rehearsal together. Uh, well, I would love home. to be in the room while your mother watches <laughs> the rehearsal. She loves it. Oh, really? My mom loves comedy. I'm telling you right now, my mom was in college when the original Saturday Night Live came out. Mm. She is a comedy connoisseur, and she, although she has gotten, uh, you know, older in age, but not older. She's not of sure, old sure, age. Sure. She's still a young. 58 uh, plus a few. You just but, uh, your mother's age. No, she's not 58. She wishes. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I'm saying she she will recommend great comics. She still watches every episode of SNL. Oh, okay. I know I'm a mama's boy, but I'm just saying. My mom knows funny. She loves Nathan Fielder. I showed yeah. her Nathan for you. So we went, we ripped through the rehearsal. We were very disturbed by it. Also laughed our butts off. So and, uh, you know, he's just a big weirdo that I love. But FY Island, let me just defend <laughs> this first for a second. There ain't nothing you can put on in the background and be sure you're not going to pay attention to it while you get work done than F-Boy Island. It is the quintessential, eh, just put that on and I'll just work through it, show. You turn up, you see some hot bods every now and then, back down to the computer. I haven't retained one second of information from F-Boy Island, and I've seen every episode. I've never watched it. Is it a real show, or is it like a fake reality No, it's show? a real, it's a, it's real, a real reality. But yeah, can you give us the two-sentence yeah. uh, synopsis yes. of it? So, basically, there are women on the island who are looking for a good person. Were they, they born not, and raised on this not island, a, or were they brought Not an the F-Boy? They are not looking for oh, an F-Boy. Okay. There are men on who come to the island and they self-identify either as a good guy okay. or an f-boy okay and the f-boys jobs are to convince the girls that they're good guys and if they do they get money and the good guys jobs are to get convince the girls that they're good guys and if they do they date and if, if the f-boys are eliminated they go to like a weird f-boy prison on the island where they <laughs> compete in challenges again and sometimes can get out Again, it seems like I've There's retained a, a lot more. Involved, I'm like also this. just guessing that this is the point of the show because once again, I have watched every episode without retaining a second of it. But God, I love it. If, ah. you're, if you're looking for beaches, babes, bros, bots, bras, boobs, butts, <laughs> abs, uh, <laughs> bouncing beach balls, beach volleyball, and Nikki Glaser, F Boy Island. Oh, she's, yeah, a host? she's a host. Oh, okay. F Boy Island is for you. Zaslav, you touch my F-Boy Island, I make your house a crater. Mm, okay. mm, <laughs> this is why I want to uh, thank Drones. I want to thank Lockheed Martin Drones for sponsoring tonight's break. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, uh, oh, I was about to give away our location. Um, yeah. Hey, the poll in the chat, the wire running away with it. Hey. Uh, um, F-Boy Island did a close my, second? My, no, not close. <laughs> my faith in humanity is restored. You guys have really good taste. I knew our audience had really good taste. Yeah. I knew. I yeah, knew they, they can did. taste banana peels. They can <laughs> taste right, like the inside right, of greasy fast right. food bags. Okay. Sometimes uh, they taste the paint they off. Uh, again, uh, the reaction video, the formal reaction starring <laughs> Eric, uh, MT, and Jessica is up on the channel right now. And each of those three hosts is going to have their own breakdown, analyzing different elements of mm. that trailer. Ooh, there's oh, the look graphic. at that graphic. Uh, wow. Producer John helped put together that graphic, which yeah. is gorgeous. Hey, Mandatory Fun peeked in at the top. Hey! Oh, adorable. We're so hey. Mandatory Fun. 
But um, yeah, so we're really excited to watch all of those breakdowns. That's a, a strategy. Is that the vulture? Yes. Wow. I know. He's he blinking, you miss him, but he was in that trailer. Yeah. Wow. Um, but uh, we're really excited uh, for all three of those videos. And that's something we're going to be trying more and more on the channel as we kind of like not only do breakdowns, but do breakdowns from different angles and different hosts' specialties and stuff like that. We think it's going to uh, greatly expand the kind of things we can cover and how we cover them. So we're really excited. We appreciate you guys for joining us today. We thank you. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday afternoon or evening, whatever time it is where you are. Um, what else we got coming up this week? Uh, uh, I got to go back in to serve the rest of my jail sentence on <laughs> Thursday and Friday, so I'm, tomorrow's my last day. Oh. We got a, we got another breakdown uh, for the Mario clip that aired during the Video Games Award mm. uh, Awards. Anna was breaking her fingers, finding all the little details in there, typing yes. them out. There's tons of really cool things in that clip if you haven't mm. seen it. It actually makes me very excited for this yes. Mario movie. Um, Brandon and I answered some deadly We got uh, a big question coming out on Friday Ooh. about kill counts in phase yeah. four of the MCU. You can see uh, me and Eric got uh, got all our Wookiee freaks a little Christmas present mm -hmm. by uh, well, bringing the Wookiee yeah. League's band back together and breaking down the Jedi Survivor trailer. Sorry, right. I cut you no, off. No, no, Eric's got a primer for Avatar. Avatar. It's out on the channel yeah. right now. Yeah, 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 if you haven't seen the first Avatar in a while and don't want to watch it again, mm -hmm. uh, in, in preparation for Avatar or 2. if you love it and you can't get enough Avatar yeah, in your yeah. life. We will probably be talking Avatar tomorrow. Yeah. We won't have seen it, but there's a lot of news coming out. Yeah, they had their premiere last and night. And guess what? They still braid banging, fam. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Braid banging. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, keep it Gucci to Moochie as always. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye,